0: on my website it says i have a passion for women's hair and a desire to bring out your inner beauty because when women support each other incredible things happen and that is the freaking truth i have the most amazing women in my chair i it's like such a blessing every single day to have the strongest women in Colombia allow me to do their hair and if I could get all of us together in a room and have a party I would totally do it because they all need to meet each other and see how awesome each other are but COVID (laughs) so I got this idea that I would do a podcast series on all of these badass babes. So that's what I'm calling it. Badass babes, because we want to celebrate all of the strong females that sit in the purple chair or that have anything to do with a purple chair or that are just in my life in general. And my first guest is Crystal Colligan and she's just amazing. She's a super badass babe for reals. Um, during the production of bad girls, which is a local film, they just finished filming it. And she's going to talk about that story. Um, she wore so many hats, including assistant director. That's amazing. She's a super badass, babe. I can't say it enough. Um, And I'm super excited for you to get to meet her. But here is your warning. The movie trailer is a bit saucy. They say some words that you might not want to hear. And this episode is going to be explicit in true fashion of that movie. So if you choose to continue, no, you've been warned hello and welcome to the purple chair podcast my purple queendom and my unique little corner of the universe where i get to create magic every day i'm lara labuda your scissor wizard color alchemist crystal toting sage burning lover of all things purple and what is the purple chair Oh, it's the cutest little hair salon located above my favorite metaphysical shop in Columbia, South Carolina, and yeah, the chairs are really purple. I'm so grateful that you're here, and let's jump into the episode. Hey everyone, my name is Lara Labuda, and you are listening to the Purple Chair Podcast, and we are on episode what the fuck ever, and I'm here with Crystal Colleganton Colligan Colligan yeah. and she is one bad ass babe and I have a Rolodex of amazing women in my life and I want their asses in this seat so that I can talk to them so that you can meet them so welcome thank you I'm so excited you are I'm here. Excited to be here and uh, <laughs> we actually met at dance class yeah yeah, so yeah, we I are we are both belly dancers, and we love you, Maria. We you're, love you, Maria. You're on the <laughs> list. <laughs> I'm coming for you.
1: Yes, you're next to
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, so how long have you been dancing?
1: Oh, um, uh, almost four years. Well, as far as belly dance. I yeah. actually started dancing when I was really, really little. Um, actually, this is one of my things. I did like thirteen facts for Friday the Thirteenth, and I posted them on oh. Facebook. And one of them was that when I was a kid, my first ever performance on stage was dancing ballet as a mouse.
0: I was a mouse. Oh my god, that's so cool. It was very cute.
1: Um, when I look back and see pictures of it, it was very. Cute.
0: Oh my god, I love it. I can do one tap dance move, and that's it.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. So I did. I did tap <laughs> dance, ballet, and jazz when I was younger, and that's then that just cool. kind of faded off, and then. I got involved in theater, and oh, super
0: it cool. kind of went crazy from there.
1: But yes, uh, Alegria, almost four years now.
0: Nice. Yeah. How did you wind up there?
1: Um, I was always interested in Billy Dance and the, like, in the scene in Columbia and everything. I had a lot of friends that were involved with it, um, and that was kind of like, you know, it was one of those things that I was always really shy because I really wanted to get into it because I thought it was so interesting, but I didn't want to be that friend. I was always like, well, that's my friend's thing. You know, that's so-and-so's thing. I don't want to, like... Interrupt so and so thing or like reach on or jump onto it. So I just kind of always just like went and just supported people. And then I got to the point where I was like, no, I want to do this. And um, I knew two of the dancers and Allegria, and both of them were like, no, you need to come out and check it out. And I went to a student show, and I got to talk to Maria briefly after the student show, and I was talking about all the like beautiful costumes for ATS because the colors and the energy of like ATS dancing. And she told me that she had a workshop coming up that May. And so I went and did the workshop and I met Doreen and Judy, two of our dance yeah, sisters. I and them. met both of them there at that one. They're on the list. And they talked to me about <laughs> coming. They should be on the list. Um, and they talked to me about coming to, cause Maria came up to me at the end of the class and she said, now that you've done like the all day, like workshop um, you can come up to level two if you'd like. And she's like, we'd love to have you. And I was like, what, really? You know, and um Judy and Doreen were kind of like, yeah, you need to do it, you need to do it, you'll love it, and everything you'll you'll get addicted to it, it'll be so much fun. And um I would mean, just I remember I was like totally like fangirl because I remember going and seeing Maria perform when she was like with delirium and they did like alternative circle and all that stuff. So she was one of my favorite dancers, um, by far. Her and Ashley both were like two of my favorite They're dancers. amazing. Totally um amazing. and uh Maria, uh, I totally was like fangirling. I was like, Maria, like came up to me at the end of class and told me I can move up. You know, like I was all excited. So like I got home and like my my fiance now husband. Um, at the time he was my fiance, he was just like I was like totally fangirl. I was like, I just got asked to be level two ATS, and he's like, I don't know what any of this means, but okay, you know. And I was he's like that's great, and I was like I'm gonna do it. I'm, and you know, and then I started doing that, and then. I got talked into doing fundamentals and I did fundamentals and then it's pretty much anytime Maria offers anything, it's like, it's kind of like a drug Dancing's is a drug folks. So it I is. Just you know? Yeah. Suck um, sucked
0: me into Yeah. I was like, I'm like, just going to do ATS and I'm not going to go any further. Uh-huh, this, uh-huh. I don't want this to take over my life.
1: <laughs> yeah. And next thing you know, you're learning, you know, like rock shockey, you're learning ATS and then Manton's, uh, Manton scarves with ATS and then oh, you're learning like, cool. yeah, um, the, my newest thing is, uh, Maria is going to be offering a course in the shamadan and that's my new thing that I want to yes. do. So I ordered my shamadan and it came in the mail and I still need to put it together. Okay.
0: So let's tell them what that means.
1: Okay. So the shamadan is a headpiece that you wear. Um, and it's basically a candelabra opera that you wear on your head. Um, it was at one time you would use actual like live fire and candles a lot of places don't allow you to do that now and oh that would be super so, cool um led candles oh super cool <laughs> um but you still i mean you're balancing this whole thing on your head it's like this harness that you mm-hmm. put on your head and you're balancing the whole thing and you have to dance with this on your head and wow. not knock over anything. we've danced
0: with swords she's yes yep
1: swords is my favorite That's, it's, it's uh
0: <laughs> yeah it's very powerful to dance with a sword yes it is yeah.
1: it is very um yeah
0: did you There's name your like- sword I did not. I named my did sword. Did you name it, yeah. or what did you name
1: your sword? Confidence. I like I that. I named my sword Confidence. That's awesome. <laughs> I did not name my sword. I just yeah. to
0: her. <laughs> what you can't see is Scott's back there doing this. Yeah, he's,
1: I'm gonna, he's, got, a, he's got his pen sword on his head.
0: That's we're bringing nice. you in here. we yeah. badass bros. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, dancing. Um, I One thing about the dancing group here... Uh, I didn't realize that I had access to strong women and that is like my favorite part about going. So today, today's, today's Friday, the 13th, That's but, fun. I know. <laughs> um, so Fridays is my, uh, one of my dance days. So I went to class before I came to the shop and before all this happened. And, um, I actually wore my, um, Wonder, Woman. Wom- Wonder Woman skirt. For, yeah. for you today I love it <laughs> but um today it was uh we were dancing in ATS with our veils right veil mm-hmm. um there were four of us and a little was with us Aww. oh my god and it was just so cool because she's gonna grow up with this like oh yeah Mm, I don't even know the word, this but like, like this community
1: of very strong.
0: Ah, uh, yes.
1: I mean, I yeah, I would say that everybody that we dance with is pretty much a badass babe. Yeah, like everybody. Well, that's
0: the list I started with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. I,
1: yeah, no, I agree.
0: So. One of my favorite moments dancing with you. Uh-oh. Okay.
1: So <laughs> I want to know? No. Yeah, It was at your wedding. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, there's she... a lot of embarrassing moments with No.
0: She I mean, you get to danced in your wedding dress. I
1: you did dance, dance in my... And my wedding dress had pockets. Do you know how excited I was about pockets?
0: Did you carry your zills in your pocket?
1: Yes. They were <laughs> in my pocket. Um, well, somebody went and got them for me. And then... Um, we weren't quite ready yet to do the belly dance, so I, like, had them in my pocket, and I was, like, hugging relatives and stuff with, like, zills jingling in my pocket. So you
0: didn't fingers. walk down the aisle with your zills? No, no um, <laughs> I
1: did not. I actually walked down the aisle with um, something at my grandfather's. Oh,
0: I love it. Um, yeah. Super cool.
1: Yeah. Um, my grandfather uh, passed away in 2012 from pulmonary fibrosis, and um, which is a very serious thing. Um, and I can get on a whole soapbox about that, but I won't. Um, but, um, he died of pulmonary fibrosis and one of the like last things that he gave me was a handkerchief when I was at church with him and my grandmother the Christmas Eve before. Wow. So special. Um, So it was just like, I I had, I, I had been sniffling a lot and I was like, no, it's just a sinus infection, but I ended up getting a cold and my grandfather, like, had like, he always carried handkerchiefs, and so he gave me one. And he was like, Here, it's clean. And then I went to like, I washed it and then went to give it back to him. He's like, No, keep it that way, you always have it with you. And I was Aww. like, Oh, okay. And then once he, you know, so I kept this thing and I still have it. And that was that one in my pocket. I love and it, stuff like that. That's and then so awesome. my grandmother had given me, um, One of the, what do they call them? It's the little like program thing that they give you at funerals, but it's not a program. It's like the little like card thing. Oh, the card. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she had, we had one of those and she had folded it and gave it to me. So I had that and the handkerchief in my pocket. So that was my grandfather being with me. But
0: speaking of badass babes, who walked you down the aisle?
1: Uh, my now 88 year old grandmother.
0: (laughs) I know. So awesome. She,
1: you definitely, oh, I wish we could get her on here because
0: I have gotten to cut her hair. Yes, I got to cut her yeah, twice. Cut her.
1: She, twice? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I cut her hair twice. She worked in um, the Senate of Pennsylvania for the Senate of Pennsylvania. Um, she was the first female nationwide insurance agent for Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. That's so cool. And she like basically broke all kinds of glass ceilings and for like Oof. women in business and in politics in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. So so cool. She has so many amazing stories, and she just talks about them like you know like. You know, like she was like just grocery shopping and like it's just so like commonplace for her. She's like, Oh, so this one time I was sitting there with Bill Clinton back when he was the governor, you know, and like you're you're like, Wait, you were having breakfast with how did you wait, what? You know, <laughs> and like she just and she just nonchalantly, Oh, I I you know, I basically started the chip program in Pennsylvania through like the department that I worked for That's and I'm so like cool. how do you this is amazing. Like it's just very cool, very amazing stories.
0: So, super awesome. Yeah. So, after your wedding, so you planned this whole wedding, right? Mm-hmm. And then you jumped in and changed gears after your wedding and you started, <laughs> right? Yeah. Filming. Yeah, the weekend after. Yeah.
1: Talk about a very understanding brand new
0: husband. Boom. <laughs> right? <laughs> Get married, start filming a movie, right?
1: Yes. <laughs> the very following weekend. <laughs> Um, actually it was really funny because we were originally going to start they, everybody everybody wanted to start the first weekend of November mm-hmm. but that was my wedding and at one point <laughs> our director was like I'm sorry we cannot do that weekend because our production manager is getting married no. <laughs> like, he's like Sorry, <laughs> like, yeah. and he's like, and I want to attend that wedding. <laughs> so I mean, we talked about like I, I told him I was like, you can totally go and film like the first weekend without me. It'll be fine. I can join no. you the next day. And yeah. he was like, um, I want to go to your wedding. <laughs> yeah, So yeah.
0: So you are the producer of a movie called Bad Girls. Bad Girls, and if you're watching this, this she's got her, got her shirt on
1: <laughs> with the lovely uh, Corin Halbert did this amazing artwork. It's original artwork of hers. Oh, super cool! She did a whole series called Mutations. I look her up on Instagram. It's Corinne Halbert. She is just amazing artwork. Um, so it was very cool. I'm I'm hoping that we can get some posters up on our Indiegogo with the artwork on it because I would I I personally want a poster for in our hallway at home. Yeah, and now that you can see my shirt, thanks to Moving Water Bottles. Uh, <laughs> this is the artwork for Bad Girls that was done by Corinne Halbert um it was she did this whole series that is kind of along this line that's called mutations um you can find her as i was saying earlier you can find her on um instagram it's corin halbert it's cool and she, it's just great artwork but you can also get this as one of the perks on our indiegogo campaign right now
0: oh yeah. yes so you can go what get that. Where at
1: um indiegogo uh, okay. We have our Indiegogo uh, campaign is up for bad girls. Um, you can just go to the Indiegogo site, type in bad girls movie, it comes up. Um, and we did not do, like, the standard tiered platforms because we didn't want people to get stuff with, like, a lot of stuff that they didn't want. You know, mm-hmm. like, you, sometimes you end up going, like, I want the DVD. And then you get the DVD and the stickers and the pins and everything. So, it's very a la carte. So, like, what you purchase on there is exactly what you're getting. You're not getting the stuff underneath it. it's not tiered. It's, oh, like, a la cool. carte. Nice. So, you can go on there and be, like, I want the shirt. I want the signed Blu-ray. Boom. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Nice.
0: Okay. So, I watched the trailer several times. <laughs> and the Red Band
1: one, right? It's on very... <laughs>
0: fucking saucy
1: it's extremely fucking saucy yeah yes. so um
0: you i'm gonna i'm gonna quote you right you're ready for okay. this you called it i'm reading here uh a drug-fueled post-modern female rage odyssey
1: yep that about sums it up <laughs>
0: <laughs> so can you tell me what it's about and what that means um, <laughs> wow. Uh, way to put me on the spot I know. Well, there. I wrote no. you some notes yeah. here if you need to you look at them. <laughs> no, you did write
1: notes. No, it's uh, three strippers um, basically go on a cross-country like, crime spree. Um, murder, crime, everything. And it's very drug-fueled, and they have willing kidnappees, and there's a misogynistic federal agent that's chasing them across the country. So there is a lot of times like... Think of this movie as kind of like what you would see like late night at like the drive-in movies, right? Like this is like, like
0: really late yeah, night. Yeah,
1: this is gonna be like <laughs> your grindhouse uh, exploitation, like just you know, dr- sex, drugs, punk rock, violence kind of movie. Mm-hmm. And um, but we have three really badass women <laughs> uh, yeah. in the lead roles. That's super. Cool. So it's like the tables are turned. You know, it's kind of it's kind of nice. <laughs>
0: So with that, how do you balance that with your gram watching?
1: Oh, yeah. So my (laughs) grandmother uh, is really, really supportive of me, and she really wants to see it. And we were talking because she had something about me getting her the Blu-ray. And I have no problem showing this to my grandmother. Yeah. yeah. But um, because at 88, I figure she's seen a little bit of everything. But she also, to be fair new and I've told her from the beginning like what this film is about. And like we've had conversations where I came home and I was like I'm, you know, she's like how was today and I was like well, I'm stained red from fake blood. Um and I have lactose powder all over me because the cocaine bag exploded. Like, you know, and she's just <laughs> like, "Wow, you lead an interesting life." You know, that's just like always her response is like you have some interesting stories. And I'm like, you and me both, lady. <laughs> but, um, but I have no problem with her watching it, but it is still like, she talked to me the other day about the Blu-ray and I was like, I'm going to reiterate, there is sex and drugs and it's gory violence. And there's, you know, it's definitely explicit.
0: Not for the faint of heart, right? No,
1: no, not for the faint of heart. Mm-hmm. Definitely not for the kids.
0: <laughs> no, no. So who would the movie be for? Who would you want? Who's your, what's the, your ideal audience for the movie?
1: The ideal audience, I would say pretty much anyone that can handle it, you okay, know? Yeah. I mean, and and basically the ta- the target audience, I would love if we could get a strong, like, female, like, group following to, like, really get into this movie. Because for me, being a, wo- a woman, being on set, being in, like, the role that I was in, was huge Mm -hmm. you know I'm standing there most days you know with the exception of the actors I'm the only female in like a crew of all men Mm -hmm. and I never once felt out of place no one ever made me feel less than like everybody listened to me and like worked with me and it was just this great like there was so much camaraderie on it and, and everything but I'm just so like floored because I remember Staying up, like staying up even though I was supposed to be sleeping late night at the drive in theaters and seeing these kind of movies and it was always very male centric. Very misogynistic. Very male centric. And there was never like this strong female you know, type. You didn't see the girls snorting drugs and then shooting somebody. You didn't see that. You know, you saw the guys doing that. Yeah. And roughhousing the girls and like the tables are turned on this. And so for me, as a girl that grew up around that kind of cinema, I'm like uh, hell yeah. Like, fuck mm-hmm. yeah. Let's do yeah. this, you yeah. know? So I'm like, I would love to see, uh, women get into it just as much as the guys are. Cause right. We, we've had a strong response for like, obviously like from males, you know, like 25 plus that are really into like the trailer and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But we also have been getting a lot of buzz from women in the same age grouping. So nice. I'm very excited. I I think it's for anybody, really. It's definitely not for the kids. Um, (laughs) Definitely 18 or older. But, like, um, definitely for anybody that's kind of into that old style of, like,
0: late night cinema
1: and, like, the grindhouse exploitation stuff. I did notice
0: that um, when I first watched the trailer, I was like, whoa, these girls are, like... Whoa, these girls are crazy. Like, I was like... (laughs) Cause I knew you had been working on it and I was like, I know it's called bad girls, but none of it all, like until I saw the trailer, I wasn't, it didn't all like, eh, it was like, didn't make sense. That's me not making a connection there. If you're listening, go to YouTube and watch it. It's more fun that way. Um, so how did you get involved? Like with this?
1: Oh, wow. Um, so this goes back a couple years actually. Um, so Christopher Bickle, who's the director, um, him and Shane Sillman, who was one of the screenwriters, like him and, and Shane um, adapted a stage play that Shane had written um, into the screenplay. And so the two of them, I worked with them originally on a stage adaptation of Plan 9 from Outer Space that originally aired at the Taps Art Center back when Taps Art Center first basically hit the scene. I'm um, so sad.
0: It's not on the street. I know. Street. Mm-hmm. I know.
1: But actually, you can still see a glimpse of it in our movie because one of the Ooh, some of the yes. scenes were filmed in TAPS Art Center. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. Um, so yeah. So I I worked with them for Plan Nine from Outer Space. I was stage manager for both runs of that, both at TAPS and at Trustus. And then we um, and then kind of like just died off for a while. And then. Chris, uh, messaged me one day and he was like, you know, I know you stage manage, but have you ever like been a production manager? Have you ever done like this, the stage managing thing, but like for film? Is it different? It, yes. Okay. There's a lot of things. (laughs) It is, it it is quite the difference, but, um, there's a lot of similarities. I mean, it's kind of the same kind of like ID, idea concept of like what you're doing, but there's a lot of differences too, and I was like, well, to be honest, like I originally, when I went to school for my bachelor's degree, I originally had started out going for a film degree, so I had looked oh, at cool. wanting to be in film. Um, so I went, I looked into what the wanting to do film, and I wanted to always be like behind the scenes. I was actually more fascinated with like effect, like the effects stuff and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I had been since I was a kid. That's super um, cool. I've been watching, like, B-rated horror maybe since I was, like, really, really little, and I was always fascinated with how they did it. I was, like, (laughs) my dad was so afraid that I was going to be scared, but I was never scared. It was just, like, I was sitting there, I'm, like, I want to know how they did that, you know, and it's, like, oh, I saw a wire, Oh, you know, and I'm, like, oh, they used ketchup, or, oh, they used that, you know, Uh and I would come up with, so we'd watch these things, and then my dad would be, like, what do you think they used to make that, and I would come up with whatever I thought they used, you know, and we were, you know, so I really got into that and I really wanted to do kind of like the behind the scenes stuff with film. Um, and then life happens, things change and that, that of kind of fell through. And, um, I just kind of like stopped from there. So I had only worked on like student films. I never worked on like anything major and, and I definitely was not doing production manager. <laughs> so, um, Chris was like, okay, okay. And I was like, you know, I, I have some friends that I know that have, and I can, you know, and he's like, I don't want them. I want you. And I was like, okay. And so he was like, you know, he was really happy with the work that I did with plan nine and working with them. And there was like this rapport built and trust built. And so he was like, I want you. And so we talked and he kind of gave me a trial at it. We filmed a short film called vampires psychedelicas, which is actually okay. on YouTube. You can see it on YouTube. Um, What's it called? Vampira Psychedelicus. Okay. It's a very short like short short film and it was actually filmed to be a film inside of another film. We uh, were going to, we were going to work on another film called Sister Vengeance and had started working on that until that got shelved um, but the Vampire Psychedelicus was supposed to be a film within the film like the, in Sister Vengeance, the lead character at one point goes to the theater, and that is the film they're watching.
0: Oh, that's and so that fa- I never thought about yeah. filming for a film that's inside of... I never yeah, thought about right? that like in my life. It's
1: time-blown. You don't really think about it. It's just kind of... And which was even huh. crazier is one of the characters actually breaks the fourth wall to talk to the main character of the movie that it was supposed to be housed in. Like, so, like the lead character of Sister Vengeance was supposed to have like somebody from like that movie talk to her through. It was like, it's so crazy. I really want to make this movie one day. Just saying. Um, it's going to happen. That's making my brain
0: hurt. That's so crazy.
1: Right. (laughs) So, um, so we worked on that and, um, I did, you know, I helped out with everything. Like as far as like doing the breakouts for the scenes, like everything like Chris was like kind of sent me under his wing, um, kind of gave me some really good instruction and kind of like really worked with me and it was like okay do you think you can do this for a full film and it was like all right let's do it and so we were going to work on sister vengeance um one day one day um we had an actress we had everything all planned out we went through all the stuff we had all the breakouts done we had everything done we were getting ready to shoot i think it was like two weeks away from like filming and our lead actress who is originally from atlanta decided last minute she didn't want to um travel from Elena on through. So Okay. Um she That's backed out, out and then we just couldn't find the right we just couldn't find the right mm-hmm. actress. Um in the time frame that we, we wanted. Um so we decided to shelve that and then we kind of all took a break for a little bit and then we came back with uh bad girls. i love that and,
0: shirt it's so cool and
1: it is awesome i love this artwork i mean corinne did such a beautiful job i love this artwork um and we do have another we do have a more kind of mainstream artwork poster also that's like up on our site and everything um and that's kind of um that was done by another gentleman for us and um that one's kind of more like what you'd see you know at a blockbuster or something like that okay and this is kind of more the
0: like crazy... No, I think it's perfect for today. So perfect for today. (laughs) So how long did it take you guys to film it? It was here local, was it? Yes. Here local, if you're local to here, we're in Columbia, South Carolina. But we have people listening... All over. All over the world. Yeah. Seriously, yes.
1: So that's that's Uh awesome. So kudos to you on that Uh one. Because that's pretty cool. I didn't even think about that. I'm just like, local, and we're talking about local film. Uh Um... So, if we, hello, everybody that's not from Columbia, South <laughs> Carolina. <I know. laughs> um, but, yeah, um, we we had filmed it. Okay, so I started the second Saturday in November last year. And we finished, like, the first weekend in February. And then there was a couple pickup shots along the way and stuff like that that needed to be done. But, I mean, you're looking at, what, November, December, January, like, three months, wow. basically. Okay. And it was every single weekend, <laughs> you know, like, and because all of us work day jobs. Like, this is mm-hmm. not, this is a hobby, basically. I mean, it's not, you know, obviously, like, crew and, and cast got paid. But, um, you know. Yeah, what was your budget? Time, our budget was basically the cost of a used car. Uh, it was about, like, 16000 So, it's, yeah. <laughs> um, that it's,
0: forces you to get creative. You have to get creative. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: You have to get creative and everybody has to be on board. Um, We were very, you know, we were very upfront with everybody. Like, this is what we're working with. This is what, you know, even when we were, like, we were interviewing, not interviews, auditioning um, people, like, we were very upfront. Like, this is the kind of budget we're working with you're not, you're going to get paid. We're going to make sure cast and crew gets paid. Right. But we can't pay like, you know, it's not like going to be like feature film Hollywood pay, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of thing. So everybody that did this, everyone that was worked on it, whether they're a cast or crew or just somebody that came in to like help out along the way with locations or food or whatever, like every single person knew what going in, what it was. And it ended up being like this labor of love. It really Mm -hmm. did. Yeah. Like I have met some of like the coolest, like sweetest, like most awesome people I've ever met. You would talk about fucking badass, like fucking badass people. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> oh. when the, you guys were filming, there was, she, you guys were filming at the dance studio one weekend. Yes. And we had, um, mm-hmm. we had, um, we had, uh, a workshop happening at the same time. That was a total surprise. I popped out of the car and I'm like, oh my God, Crystal's here. I thought she was doing a movie thing. Oh my God, there's more people here. Oh, I guess we didn't plan that one very well. But it was so cool to see like that part of it and then see your actors and hearing them do their thing. And then I didn't see it all come together until I watched the trailer the other day. And I'm like, oh my God, that was that that scene. Like I was like, I don't want to say watching it from the other side of the wall. I could only hear what was going on. But it was so cool to see that transformation of, like, movie magic. Like, seriously, it was, like, where that scene is, like, this big, tiny room. Very little, tiny room. And then to see it on that trailer, I was like, that's insane. That was really cool. So, um... Yeah,
1: and that was actually interesting that day. Because that's where, like, my worlds collided, right? Like, you get so wrapped up in the job and working on the film and your head's in the film like the entire time and i'm, you know, a production manager. So i'm wrangling at best at best like 20, 25 plus uh, okay. people on a given day. Whoa. And and so you're trying to make everything coordinate and you're trying to make everything happen and like you don't want, you know, there are going to be occasions where it's a lot of like film stop, wait. Film stop, wait. Film stop, you know, like so people are are sitting there and you have to make sure that like People are staying occupied, but they also know when to be ready to go and occupied in a way that doesn't interact with our sound quality and everything. So you're trying oh. to juggle all this stuff and you've got all this stuff going on, but it was like the weirdest thing. Cause my head was in film. I almost forgot I was at the dance studio and then, um, we, I was standing there, um, working something out, getting ready. Cause we were getting ready. to. I shoot. got there
0: early. I got there like 20 minutes early. And thank goodness you did because we had
1: no clue. Like you should we would have started filming by the time you guys started like workshop. So Laura walks in and then I'm like, Hi, what are you doing here? I said the same thing. What are you (laughs) doing here? And then like I think Lynn or somebody was behind you, somebody Uh else was with you, and I was like, What are you guys doing here? And it was like, oh no. There was like a, a cross, like miscommunication with the scheduling. Yeah. And it was like Oh my gosh and so we accommodated because like you guys came first really had like episode. yeah
0: um, I, we were only there for a two hour yeah hour, two hours? yeah yeah
1: it was like two hours and um so we kind of had to like stop everybody but keep the ball rolling so we were kind of doing read-throughs with people mm-hmm. and everybody like warmed up well you got to have the hot chocolate and everything did. yeah thanks uh-huh. to um Aaron and stefan and them all giving us breakfast and, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So we kind of shared that with, with you guys.
0: Yes. So. You know, a little bonus. Yeah, bonus for
1: behind the scenes. For
0: surprise show up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> little behind the scenes and craft services. So.
0: Boop, boop. Um, everyone loves a little bacon. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, I'm going to drop it one more time. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> this is a side of Lara that I don't let out very often.
1: I love it. I think you should let out more. You just have to keep reminding everybody it's explicit before you get started. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Watch out, everybody. This one's not for the kids either. <laughs> so we were talking before we started the podcast. Yeah. Um, you, I watched a video. You shared it, I think, um, about this is going to be the year of the underground movie coming up because Hollywood is like.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, and that was like one of the things that we said in our promo video for the Indiegogo campaign is that we talked about Chris and I both feel and pretty much everybody that's been involved in it um, feels that, you know, 2021 is going to be the year of the underground film because Hollywood was pretty much shut down from COVID and and so you're looking to, like, you know, people like us that, you know, have worked in indie film, underground film, and they're, you know, they're staying at home, they're making their own films at home, or with their close-knit group of people mm-hmm. that they feel they like, can socially distance with, you know, and everything like that. So I think you're going to see more of that, because that doesn't... People don't stop creating. And yeah. And if you close people up in a quarantine, they're going to create even harder. Oh, you know? yes. And so... I, I really agree that I think that this you're going to see this resurgence of all this yeah. like, underground cinema. You
0: guys like, really hit that, like, what a synchronicity that was, right? You guys yeah. just, like, will you stop filming when in February?
1: Yeah, like, um, yeah, so there was a couple pickup shots. We finished pretty much, like, by mid-February, we were done, And then, like, COVID, like, really...
0: Serendipitous. That's the word.
1: (laughs) I mean, COVID really hit. Like, I mean, that was one of the things we were talking about beforehand was, uh, before we started today, was you know, we had some people on the crew and and cast and stuff that all work, you know, in government jobs and stuff like that. And, you know, they were all like, this is happening. We're going to get this. This is going to be here in America. And so there was like, you know, everybody was pretty much aware of what was going on. But at the same time, we were all in our little like film bubble, you know, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, we were very well aware of like what was going on Mm -hmm. around us. And then to come out of our film bubble, and you're finally like, Ah, I get to take a break, you know, oh. and then all of a sudden, it's like...
0: Then you ooh. really couldn't do anything after that. Yeah. Like you were every you know, weekend uh, doing your film, and then all of a sudden, we're just like, shut down, and... Yep. You, oh, wow. Yeah, so... <laughs> Whoa. So, you haven't been on your first date with your husband yet. I'm just
1: kidding. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, we did actually have... it. We did. Um. We did have... We went out to dinner. Good. But, um... Our our one year anniversary. I mean, I know we had it. Um, it was on November second,
0: mm-hmm. and it popped um, up on my. Uh, I made
1: a nice steak dinner, and we were at home because like, you know we still you still get nervous about going places mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and everybody's still trying to be safe out there. And
0: this is the so, closest I've been to my dad's sister, Crystal, in
1: since like March.
0: Yeah, yeah. like we haven't. At, Six months. It's been more yeah. than that. It's been way it more than that. It
1: feels like more than
0: that. When have. we went to dance class, uh, we just moved studio and we were standing in our squares. So we yeah, were like had to be ten yeah. by ten. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, something
1: we, like had, that. we all had to have the spacing marked, mapped mm-hmm, out, and mm-hmm. then we were wearing masks, so we can't like. And all of our group were used to like hugging, hanging on each other, I know. And, so, and then we just can't do that. Yeah, it's so yeah. it's so surreal.
0: Yeah, when she walked up the stairs, I was like, okay. Are you ready? Take off off the the mask.
1: And I was like, I am completely okay. Yay! It it feels so
0: free. It does. It does feel free. (laughs) Okay, so this is my Badass Babes series. And I want to end this every episode with the same question What does it mean to be a badass babe?
1: So we were talking about this earlier, and um, the concept of badass, babe, when you hear that, you automatically kind of think images in your head, right? So you think of, like, you know, Angelina Jolie as Laura Croft, and Kate Beckinsale in Underworld, and Mia in Resident Evil, and you think of, like... Shit stomper female! Yeah! You think of, like, leather and denim and weapons, and, like, you know, they don't give a fuck, and it's, like, everything... And but by the way, we have some of those in our movie. <laughs> a lot. We have a lot of them. The bad girls. Um, but um, you think of that that image and stuff like that. And to me, I I think it's 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 a little bit more. I guess like more existential, more spiritual than that. I I think that when I think of badass babe, I think of it as a strong female essence. So whether, you know, who, no matter who you are, if you have that strong female essence and kind of like the yin and yang of that, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's somebody that is independent. It is somebody that's a free thinker. They kind of walk their own path, but they also understand like that sometimes in life you need people. You do need people. You need your foundation, your friends, your family, you know? So it's not a, I'm walking this alone thing. It's a, Understanding that and coming to terms with that—the um, fact that they can be the girl, the you know, the girl next door, the sex kitten, the lover, the fighter—it's that yin and yang and that like strong female essence that makes you a badass babe. And the fact that you can like balance all of that and still exude a self of like confidence and that you have your shit together, even if deep down, like behind the scenes, you don't—you're not confident and you don't have your shit together—exuding that. And keeping all that contained in one package, that to me is
0: badass, babe. Yes. So. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I, um because of uh what I do in the hair industry, I meet so many different people and I realized that I have trained myself to say badass people and I want to include everyone, but I really did go for badass babes because I was like... I want to capture the female energy and the strong feminine because I really think that the I'm, the future is female. Yeah, the future is female. We're, We're gonna. We are. <laughs> yep. Yes. So I think you are a most badass babe. Thank and you. where can everyone learn a little bit more about you and the film?
1: Okay. Uh, well, the film would be badgirlsmovie.com. dot com. So you can have our website there, and we do have a link to the Indiegogo campaign that's going on right now. Wow! Hang on. on. (laughs) Pausing for the emergency.
0: We should have just kept the door shut. Yeah, it's not my fault. It's not your fault. Someone's on fire. We support the roof. The roof. (laughs) The roof is on fire. (laughs) Okay, finish it up, Scott. Don't leave me hanging. We're back. No, finish my song. A dinosaur
1: story. We're back. The roof. I'm trying to. We
0: We don't don't need need no water. Let the motherfucker burn. burn. (laughs)
1: Yes. We can say that because it's the explicit episode. It's the explicit episode.
0: Yeah. Okay. So let's try this one more time. Okay. So, I think you are most badass, and where can everyone find you and about the movie? More information.
1: Um, You can go to badgirlsmovie.com, which is our website, and from there you can um, have access to the Red Band trailer, as well as our press release, as well as links for like merch, and also links for our Indiegogo campaign, which is live right now. Um, So, that's out there. And then me, you can just find me on Instagram. I'm lunacat78. So it's all lowercase. Uh, LunaCat78, and I'm on Instagram, and it's a public profile.
0: So be nice. Um. <laughs> yes. Be nice, or I'll kick you out. <laughs> and I will link all the things that we talked about in the description of this on YouTube. If you're listening to me, and you can find me on all of my other social medias, but go to thepurplechairsalon.com. My website is fucking cool. Okay, it is very it's cool. super cool. So. Thanks and what? Follow me on social media. Follow me on social media.
1: Yes, follow oh. <laughs> this wonderful woman. Talk about a badass babe. Huh? This one right Lara here. Lara
0: Cuts hair. My follow me at Laura Cuts Hair. I'm sorry we're struggling through the end here. Scott, you're gonna be a badass dude on here one day. Yes. He's behind the camera and he better include this because we need to show him love too.
1: nice little (laughs) wave
0: thank you so much for hanging out with us and have the best day ever no have the best fucking day ever (laughs) yeah (laughs) bye Bye. (laughs) and we're back because Scott wants more information
1: yes Uh, we opened up the floor for questions for Scott and um, Scott had a new one so Scott what was your question so what's the next steps? So what's the next steps? So what's the next steps is that we for continue. Her. For me or for, for you. the
0: film? For you and the film. In, okay. your, in your world of production.
1: In my world of production. Well, right now my role is to help uh, promote the fuck out of this. <laughs> Which is kind of what I'm doing here. Um, and kind of what we're doing with our Indiegogo campaign. That's going to be up for the next... think to the end of december i think we are closing it on chris's birthday so when is that um december 28th okay so we are going to have that going um we're still trying to uh we hit our goal we we went with a modest goal we went with only four grand as our modest goal and we've we've far surpassed that because the response has been amazing and thank you thank you thank you thank you everybody that has done that It means the world to us. Um, So we're any kind of like right now, everything's pretty much like the next steps will be getting the Blu-rays like printed and produced and getting that all distributed. Um, So this is all pretty much like distribution at this point. And then anything extra is going into a kitty for the next project. So you ask next project. We don't know exactly. We had a lot of ideas while we were filming about like different things we like to do. Um, I know that we'd love to do like a horror movie. I know we talked about doing a comedy just to break like the you know the the trend. Um so I don't know exactly what we're gonna do, but as long as Chris wants to continue to work with me, I will gladly work with him um because I had a blast. Like Films Colachita awesome production company to work with. Um definitely uh will work with them as long as I can, as long as they'll have me for sure. So
0: super cool. Yeah.
1: Other than that, I'm a data analyst by day and a belly dancer at night, so here we are. Um, <laughs> that's about it.
0: We should do a couple of dance moves. Okay, so we're doing dance moves. We're gonna do, do-, 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 do- dancing. <laughs> 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 bye for real this time. Okay, okay, for real, bye. We love you.
1: Love you guys. <laughs> I just met all of you, but I love you. And thank you for listening. <laughs>